So I was um, I was, I was offered drugs the other oh, day. Nice. We're offered drugs. Yeah. What yeah. kind? Um, marijuana. Marijuana. Where at? Outside of this bar. I was picking up food. What bar? One right down the road. What ah. did the dude that offered them look like? Um. He had a bicycle. Of course. And um, a, a teardrop get... tattoo. Was there a demographic component to yes. this, Jeff? <laughs> yes, there was a demographic component to it. Well, well, I was leaving the bar, and he's like... He was Albanian. Well, I was leaving the bar, and there was a guy in front of me also leaving the bar, and then I... Like, he was a few steps ahead, but I just heard this drug offering guy say, Come on, man, it's free! And the guy's like, Oh, no, fuck. And then he's, and then he's like, Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Then he nope. says to me, He's like, Hey, man, I'm about to light up a bowl. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. <laughs> he just wanted some friends. I know, that's the thing. Is this, you know, uh, I, oh, see, so when I someone, said share someone offer bowl. you drugs, I thought they were I trying, to, they were trying <laughs> to sell you drugs. No. That, that's just a cool person. He just wanted yeah, some he was, companionship. He was, just, he was just being generous. He's one of the friends. Yeah. You know? So he's a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I guess he probably was. Who had was a ex felon or something. Oh. Well, he killed a guy, so that's that teardrop tattoo yeah. is for. So that's one guy he's killed that he smoked with, probably. That's his lure. Oh, shit. There's a pattern of behavior. Uh, I think you might be right. Jeff, you could be in danger. He knows what you look like. He doesn't know where I live, but he did, uh -huh. might know my license plate number. Oh. <laughs> and the bar is not far from here at all. Oh, good. So, <laughs> and I parked my car outside. <laughs> so we'll be seeing him shortly. <laughs> And welcome! That's right, I brought it back just by listener request, I guess. No, by peer request. Yeah, yeah. Peer request. Not one listener asked you to do that. No, that's true. <laughs> well, we Where's listen. your catchphrase? We listen, so it works. Yeah, you guys technically are listeners. Yeah. <laughs> More like reviewers. <laughs> well, you should leave one then. <laughs> reviewers. We're reviewers. We just You're critics. We just review Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence I think John job. was great. Yeah. <laughs> John was great. Timmy was above average. Jeff was fantastic. Lawrence, you need to find another work. Oh, so <laughs> generous of you. Yeah. All so, right. who are we joined by? So, uh, I'm Lawrence, joined as always <laughs> by my friends, Tim, John, and Jeff. Hey, everybody. Good intro. I like that intro. Well, that's good. I like how you always have to remind Lawrence to introduce us. <laughs> Hey, time, time's I would have money, gotten man. to it. Yeah, we got we yeah. to snap this one yeah, out. We got this is this is gonna be like the uh, the rushed episode because we're gonna have yeah. to you know get like an hour and a half of content within forty five minutes because Tim's got a date later. That's true. Tim yeah. does have a date. So whenever he abruptly leaves, you'll know why. <laughs> so I have a question for the group now. Do do we want to have Tim tell his uh, talk about his uh, the 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 person he's going on the date with now or after? I think, after. I think after John explains why you were wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay, John. Why was I wrong about yesterday? Let's, let's <laughs> keep it under. Over keep it under twenty minutes, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Okay. So uh, we got into the Number car one. to go to the movie theater. <laughs> he pulls out a list. This <laughs> is daily itinerary. I paper to crumble. Well, I got up that morning. <laughs> Okay, so you began with the fact that you know their their boyfriend and girlfriend, and then whenever he goes off to find like to find his dreams, like she breaks up with him. 
They weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. This woman is not as much of a cunt as you made her out to be. So she wait, what like is she then? I thought she is a she is a friend that had this like secret admiration, you know, for the guy that he never picked up on. And, but he was, you know, he kind of felt the same way. But, you know, one of those, like, you know, romances. Oh, that, so it's, uh, it's a romantic interest. It's though. a romantic interest, absolutely. Because she, you know, like they became friends whenever he performed an Oasis song at the seventh grade talent show. Oh, so oh. maybe she doesn't want him and to she's leave. All, and she's always liked him. but That's why she doesn't want him to leave. Exactly. Okay. She and has a crush on him. She has a crush on him, but he doesn't know about it. Yeah. Mm. And I think he probably has a crush on her, but he doesn't think that, you know, she likes him. You know, and there's that. Like dynamic there, so it wasn't like. See, I didn't pick up on that dynamic at all. You made it sound like it was like, oh, come with me to Russia, and she's like, no, fuck you, I'm not going to Russia. In New York, you. No, no, that's not what I said. Well, I wasn't <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> See? She, she was. I his... paid as much attention to you as you did to the movie. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. But the other thing was, is that like, so they meet up again. She, she flies to where he's at because he, you know, he's. Bouncing around the world with Ed Sheeran, and then he, you know, goes yeah. into a, a a city in England, I and she drives leaving. up. She drives up to go see him, and he's like, "Oh, how do we end up in the same hotel? Obviously, you wanted to see me." And they start making out and shit. And then she's like, "I don't want to be a one night stand because she yes. doesn't want to be a one night stand." Oh, oh. man, Lawrence, you I did that bring a... that scene up. Though. Yeah, but you, you made her com- out to be such a fucking cunt. You give it a completely different context. <laughs> but see, to but me, that I... was what it was. No, see, but I, no, that's how I interpreted it. No, she just liked him. From okay. afar, they were From afar. they were friends with that see, with, I thought with that was... little bit of a romantic tension, not an actual relationship. Now, see, to me, it was, I I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> you said whenever she went the whenever he went the rush with Ed Sheeran, that yeah, she, she didn't th- want to go with him. You said she broke up with him. Well, that's what it was. You she can't didn't break up anymore. with somebody that you're not actually with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't prove Lawrence said that. <laughs> There's no way. You can. Listen to episode four. <laughs> As we all have. It's in there. Uh, Look at the tape. Some of my coworkers were gossiping about another coworker, and apparently he's like, Yeah, I got a girlfriend now. And everyone's like, Oh. Is she from Canada? No. Is she she from the internet? Well, no, but like everyone's like, Oh, like how? So you're, have you like kissed her? And he's like, No. And they're like, Oh, well, like what? Well, we went out to dinner one time, so she's pretty much my girlfriend. <laughs> That's not how it works anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I sat down at a bar next to a woman. <laughs> yeah. Said hello. We talked for at least we 30 drank, seconds. We drank oh, the 30-minute rule. Yeah. <laughs> the 30-minute rule. The 30-minute rule. Oh, yeah. Our friend Neil, who doesn't listen to the show, so we can just say his name. Uh, remember the one we had a party at, at my house that was, you know, a few uh, strangers went up to and some ladies... And Neil was talking to one lady for 30 minutes. And they had a nice conversation, and then everybody parted ways. The next day, we were over at Tim's place, where Neil and, Liv, Neil, Neil and Tim lived together. And Neil was like, I could have totally had, that, had sex with that girl. And we were like, why? And Neil was like, I was talking to her for about 30 minutes. And Tim immediately responds with, I'm going to do my Tim impression here. <clears throat> everybody talks to women for like 30 minutes, Neil. It doesn't mean they don't want to sleep with you. In fact, I talked to my mom for 30 minutes yesterday. <laughs> yeah? Did yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, if that was the case, there are a whole lot of women I could have slept with. I know. My numbers would go up quite substantially. Yeah. All right, so my question is, so two coworkers went to dinner once, and the other guy thinks that it's, like, a thing? I don't know if they were even coworkers together. The, the partner I was just with talked shit on everyone, 
And it was like my first time working with her, which makes me, I'm immediately like, well, I'm not going to tell you anything because like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Someone you can't trust, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if they were coworkers or what, but she was making fun of another coworker. I'm just like, oh, that's kind of mean, but it's also a little funny. So well, before we move on to the rest of this, I just want to say that uh, I was wrong about the movie. I apologize. I have a question Continue. about the 30-minute rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> say I, I call the cable company and I had to talk to a woman. It counts. And it's, and she's in, even if she's in like India or something. Even better. Yeah. I think. Okay. Like a long, so I have a couple long-distance things going on then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's how it works. She will sleep with you, but you have to get on the plane and buy your own way. No, I'm saying like she, that she's my girlfriend now. I'd probably do it. No, it's not whether or not she's your girlfriend. Oh. It's, it's that she she is pretty much obliged to sleep with you if she if you talk to her for thirty minutes. Well, that would be a real pain in the ass to. You see know, that you know I, and I have witnessed actually like women in bars like spend thirty minutes like just trying to shake guys off without being impolite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So if that was the real rule too, that would really suck because you'd be like looking at your watch like, five, oh man, I'm at twenty eight. Three, two, <laughs> gotta get out one. of here fast. The guy comes up with a stopwatch. Balloons. <laughs> Balloons come out. <laughs> a big banner. You have to sleep with him. And the guy's like, all right, let's go. Come on. 30 minutes. <laughs> and you just say, uh. <laughs> I think that was actually uh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, defense. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a meeting. <laughs> they talked to me for 30 minutes. <laughs> Listen, I'd. <laughs> yeah, but Harvey, Come on, just because you've been waiting for someone to say Harvey Weinstein, so you could bust out your Harvey Weinstein. That's not Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. <laughs> what were you trying to do? I was going for Bill Cosby, but I laughed in the middle of it. It ruined okay, the impression. Okay. No, Bill Cosby didn't wait for a meeting to be over. <laughs> yeah. What I was going to do? Bill Cosby ended the meeting himself. Listen, yeah. well, no, I no, waited. Wait thirty minutes. No, I well, waited thirty less... minutes before I slipped the pill into the drink. I was gonna now see, the pills probably take at least thirty minutes. Exactly. To, yeah. So but, uh, see, I waited the thirty minutes, you see, and then I slipped the pill, and that was another thirty minutes. So I get credit Boo. for twice that amount. Boo. See? Uh, that's how that works. Boo. You see, that's, a, that's an okay, Bill Cosby. Oh, for God's sake, that wasn't the point of the you thing. You know what I noticed? Boo. Is every time like there's always the like the cartoonish Bill Cosby impression. I like where, the cartoonish. Yeah, ones. but it's like zippity zop, boop pop. Show me Bill Cosby saying that or acting that way. I don't know. Find it in all me. of his Jello pudding commercials. I guess I that that was. I his, only uh, remember one Jello. Well, it was a Jello commercial, not Jello pudding. I think this was a Jello pudding commercial. In oh, fact, it well, was a pudding commercial. Well, I've never <laughs> seen it, but whatever. So what you're asking is, where's the subtle Bill Cosby impression? <clears throat> I'm just saying that Lawrence's was better than the cartoony Bill Cosby impression. Okay, but like, here's the thing: any Bill, all, doing Bill Cosby is hack. It is. The only one who ever like did a really good Bill Cosby was uh, Eddie Murphy, and it was over the top for sure. Yeah, but this was before Bill Cosby impressions were happening. But 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 Eddie Murphy, he didn't so much focus on the voice as much as the beats. It was the cadence, yeah. yeah. It was the cadence and the beats. So I, I'll I'll do Eddie Murphy's with my own voice. I have five. What do children? Five? <laughs> one of them for five. Children, <laughs> now, <laughs> now. Like okay. that's just I'm, I'm not even doing the voice. That's just you know. You guys got me for another fifty minutes. Okay. <laughs> we better. We better. Uh, <laughs> say, we better speed this along here. Yeah. This is the Timmy countdown episode. <laughs> this is the Timmy countdown episode. 
Wait, you're only here for 15 more minutes? No, 50. 50. 50. Oh, 50. Yeah. Okay, I think you said... So that's, uh, we, got, we got Timmy for a whole hour, guys. Oh. I'm like a high-class escort. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At yeah. this point... Yeah. He's got three other podcasts tonight. <laughs> I paid $40 for you. I want anal. Tim's worth No, no, you're, you're, you're my first podcast of the day, I swear. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to leave $400 on the pillow for you. <laughs> Plus cab fare. All right, you know what? Let's, uh, let's, let's reverse uh, our usual format. You know, Timmy, uh, I believe you had something that you wanted to come up with. Oh, which one? I, I had a lot. <laughs> I had so many Just things. do one. Well, Lawrence had Trump stuff, so you know what? Why don't Let's you go Trump... into the Trump thing. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have, we've avoided Trump stuff for, mo- for the first three episodes. Yeah. Mm. So what did yeah. Trump do now? Well, well, my Trump thing is the the send them back thing. Like he said, like uh, five women in the House of Representatives who are of color. Four. Four. Yeah, four. Is four. it four? It's four. Yeah, four. Uh, I'm bad at numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why you became an EMT. Exactly. They're called the Squad. I'm the hearing. Squad. The, yeah. the Squad. Yeah. Squad. Yeah. Um, but. So he they said call themselves they sh- the A-team. Yeah, that would be way more badass. But basically, like, oh, they should go back where they come from if they don't like this country. But, like, what I immediately thought of is, like, the eight years Obama was president. And people thought he was from Kenya. No, all what Trump did was complain about, the like, our country. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he yeah, should go he back where he came from. Like so basically, Queens. America means your set of opinions. Yes. He's allowed to complain. Yeah. Other people aren't allowed to complain. Well, you see, the difference is he's a white, you see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the difference. The difference is he has the job now, yeah. he can, and he just blathers off of the mouth. Well, you know what? The white people stole this land fair and square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that annoyed me. I'm like, but all you do is complain about the country. Well, the funny thing that's, was, was like... How that was even, your whole campaign, even, complaining but, about the country. <laughs> Here's one thing, too, is... They are all they were all born here except for one. Yeah, <laughs> and she's been here longer than his most recent wife has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's been a citizen longer than Melania. Yes, has. but Melania is, has a very good track record of keeping her goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is why he's not trying to send her back either. Yeah, yeah she's not complaining. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> she's being a good immigrant. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Mr. Trump. Not not completely defend. Not completely. Not okay. completely. Not completely. Because no, he shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But I understand what he means. He doesn't mean like just complaining and being like, ah, oh, you know, it sucks. It's more like they, they want they want like a different country. You know what I mean? I it's don't not, think it's they not like really oh, we want to we want to change things. It's it's like we want to we want to be uh, the European Union. How do That's they want a they different want. country? Because they're basically socialists. And oh like, my god! <laughs> you've, you've been watching too much Fox News. Yes, Jeff. I have. Jeff. Been, okay, I have been listening to too much Fox News. Tucker Carlson. And it's getting hard to sift through. The... I mean, you're already wearing the goddamn <laughs> bow tie for no, one seriously, thing. Seriously, like I actually, I mean, I, I, I don't like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I don't think she's that bad. I, I don't think she's. Well, my problem with her is that she's, she's a, she's a brat. Is she? I don't, she's I don't know enough she, about she's her. She's a brat. Wait a minute. All right, that's my. How opinion. do we determine this? Yeah. Okay. Is it just because she's active on like social media? No, 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 no. This this is not how you determine it. Okay. Here's what it is. The reason why this whole thing came about in the first place was because the four congresswomen, the squad, as Jeff pointed out, Mm -hmm. did not vote for a democratically backed immigration bill, which is going to go to the Senate and be blocked anyway. Yeah. um, Because it was compromised. 
in the term of a brat when it comes to Congress is that you're not willing to compromise. And that's the whole game. The whole game, uh, the way yeah. that it was supposed to, de- the way it was designed was, you know, you let some things go to get most of what you want. And the other side let some things go to get, yeah. you know, a, a, a tolerable version of what they want passed. Yeah, and that's but they why, don't. But what, are you sure that's a starting point? Part of, no, part of what was in the bill, mundane. though, was, was no. But that's my but that's my problem with with people like that. I understand, you know, you want you want change in your direction, and then they'll, but then they'll sit there and complain about the other side, and oh, they won't compromise. With no, us. they were complaining about their own side. That was the problem. They complain exactly. about their own side compromising. So they can't Trump? even compromise with their own party. So here's here's the series of events that led to that. Was one of uh, Cortez's staffers basically. Just short of calling Nancy Pelosi, the Democratic Speaker of the House, her own party. I uh, do hate Nancy Pelosi. A, a racist, yeah. because she's playing the game. And she knows how to play the game. She would like to play the game you know, to get shit done. Because that's, that's how shit gets done, is you have to play the game yeah. a little bit. I'm not talking about outside money kind of game. I'm talking about like legislative compromise type of game. And when the bill went through, her staffer tweeted something that was basically calling Pelosi a racist. And none of the congresswomen, the squad, really did said anything to like distance themselves from a staffer. And Pelosi said that that's not okay. So the the squad came out against Pelosi. There was a bit of a fight, and Donald Trump jumped on that immediately. Like, look at the Democratic Party; they can't even agree on anything. But how did that get to they should leave? Well, because I don't think that's it was connected. it was it's early connected. It's early in the morning yeah. on the weekend, and Trump was taking a shit. And just was spouting off at the thumbs, more or less. Lawrence, what? what, what he also had the, that. Uh, where did the they should leave thing? Well, come he had from? that. Rally. He was mad at Ilan Omar more that, than AOC. Yeah, that was that was more directed toward towards Ilan Omar than AOC. That's what I I yeah. thought. It, I didn't think it was that. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> Enlighten <laughs> us. Yeah, so um, it was a rally, wasn't it? It was a rally, and people started chanting, "Make them leave! Make them!" No, leave. they yeah, chanted, "Send them back! Send them back!" back yeah. that's what it was send yeah. them back and <laughs> he had to revise it to send her back because three of them were born here <laughs> yeah <laughs> well which the trump crowd had no problem revising and then it was like so now Il- uh, Il- he disavowed it but then at the same time was like he did it again like he tweeted okay, something that was so very similar. Yeah, he backtracked and said, "Yeah, I, 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 I didn't never, mean uh, it. I didn't yeah. mean it. You know, that was my. I face. couldn't stop them. No, no, I no, couldn't no, no, stop no, no, them. Yeah, I, I, I tried to. I, I tried I started to stop ta- them. And then, he, and then really the next fast. day, then, yeah, he did. The, the, next, tweet. the next day, he was like, "Oh yeah, send them back. Send her back. Send her back. Send her back. Yeah, <laughs> backtrack and then double down." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's the strategy at this point. Backtrack then double down. No, but the the main reason I was well, the reason I say that AOC. Because I say that because I'm cool. Um, she's a brat. Is because of that immigration bill thing. Like she went down there and was like, "Oh, look, they're all in, in fenced-in cages." And yeah, I think they're and they're drinking be out a of proper amount of outrage towards. <laughs> yeah, them. yeah. But then when they said, "All right, well, let's give them money so they can give them better conditions," he's like, "No." But but part of the problem with that bill was is that the bill included wall funding. Yeah. Yeah, but it was half-assed, insincere wall funding. wasn't going to do anything. It doesn't matter. NPR actually ran a story on on those sort of uh, the concentration camps. Mm -hmm. And it was actually somewhat uh, favorable to the border control because the problem was, like, those, like, facilities were never meant to hold people. That's true, yeah. Well, they weren't meant to hold that many people. Yeah, they weren't meant... They were only supposed to, like, oh, okay, you're applying to asylum. Okay, you're free to go. Here's your court date. 
And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, you got to keep everyone. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what the fuck? What how, do we do? How are we going to do that? And it went to shit. And it obviously yeah. went to shit. Yeah, right. see, the, and the, but the problem with the with these border funding bills is is that every single one of them that comes up, every one of them that they put forward, all has wall funding in it. Yeah, and a lot of these representatives, like AOC, were elected specifically because they said they wouldn't vote for any bill that included wall. But funding. But the problem is, is what do you do though when you want to you want to build a pass? You're not going to get everything you want i'm not exactly i'm not saying whether house, that's right or wrong i'm just saying what that's the reason why they voted if it against passes it. the house and it so tell me how are we doing here you got me for 40 more minutes okay <laughs> Lawrence, what was your trump thing actually it was like the same thing there we go we're good hey two birds one stone yeah right? we did yeah get it. hey we but you know that one out. But you know what i read is that they're now they're talking about putting them in hotels and the hotels are trying to jump on it ahead of time and be like well we're not going to take any of them well but i think that's kind of so you're going to leave them in the cages instead? The oh, issue is that just trying go to go back to how it was. Yeah. yeah Most you're people crossing right. the border, they're not trying to avoid uh, border security at all. They're trying Actually, to get... Actually, they hope to get caught by border security because they're trying to claim asylum, which is yeah, totally legal. which is totally legal. They're they're not really... Uh... Yeah, but you still have to get... The, the problem Who's is that, that, Timmy? Timmy's got a phone call. Hold on. Oh, crap. That's actually my work. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Continue no. We need to take this here. All right, Tim, well, tell him 40 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 40 more minutes well, Timmy show. takes the phone call. Yes. Uh, yeah. That'll was probably all be out of I was on something. Hotels. Yeah. Yeah. Hotels. Yeah, they're talking about putting them in hotels, and the hotels are trying to act like they're such great uh, people because they won't take the the immigrants. But the real, Well, they, they want to make money. I guess the, no, I guess the government only, will pay them. No, the, the, they're pretending that they're doing it out of... Uh, for good reasons, like well, we we're against you know the, the detainment of the illegal immigrants for America and whatever. No, not for America. No, oh. it's because they're they're pretending that they're against the immigrants being detained. Well, they're better off having beds, right? And a can. But the hotels don't want them there because they know it's gonna be a little bit of a hassle to have all you know a bunch of asylum seekers is what they're being called. I had two weeks in Biloxi and there were some brown people on my floor. So it's these hotels are trying to get ahead of it. And... What, what the, the hell is going that on? That was an emergency signal. Oh, no. I think, I think Tim's getting uh, called to it. schedule on. Apparently, I'm on for tonight and not tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> but they're going to call me back. Tim's got two uh, minutes. Tim's got two minutes <laughs> with us. I think we have, yeah. some ed- <laughs> have some editing to do around. Oh, so, yeah. I, I know. We're keeping a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to do I'm not going to keep really a lot of that. To keep here. All right, Timmy. You, uh, uh, Tim- Timmy's on call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we lost Tim for a few minutes. Yes, so while while Timmy's actually on call, there was another Trump thing. There was. Yes, there was actually. I had to look at look at my phone. I thought you were like waiting until Tim left, but now (laughs) since he's out of the room. See, no, this was my fault. I forgot (laughs) because that was one point about Trump that I wanted to raise, and he raised it very ably. But there was also another thing, so I checked my phone notes here. And, uh, in fact, there was another thing. He had a, uh, uh, a conversation. This is very minor. He had a conversation with the uh, Swedish prime minister. Oh. <laughs> over uh, The prime minister. He's, I saw that. You sent us a text about that. Yes. And I didn't actually really hear much about it. I, I looked at an article this morning. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone's like it, acting it, like, oh, he's so stupid. It, so, you didn't know that either. See, uh, whoa, 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 say, I did sorry. know that, though. <laughs> uh, you, of course, you knew that. You know, every, you know about every country's I think, government. I think there's a... Uh, Maybe you should give the explanation real quick. Is that, Give okay. your explanation, but I think there's a greater point to be made here. Okay, what it is is that a, uh, there's a rapper 
who an American rapper who was arrested in Sweden for assault. And uh, turns out Sweden, bunch of fucking racists. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, uh, guys. Oh, okay, no, so this is... Uh, Timmy, say your goodbyes. Buddy. Yeah, Tim, say goodbye. Bye, Bye. Tim. nice talking to everyone. Bye, Timmy, we Bye. love Bye, you. Bye, Timmy, Bye, we Tim. love you. So, uh, while Timmy goes here... Wow. Everyone's <laughs> dying, so Tim had to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause this, this, is, this is part of the perils All of right. the job. John, are you trying to turn off? Tim's I was trying mic? to turn off Timmy's mic. We'll just leave it on. Oh yeah, in, uh, just in, uh, in, in, in deference in, to Timmy. Maybe I'll just talk into two mics. <laughs> <laughs> in respect for Timmy, <laughs> the Super Jeff show, <laughs> the Super Jeff show. <laughs> All right, so we're without Timmy. So yeah. So anyway, um, I, I will chime in as Timmy uh, for the rest of the evening. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. It's just a whole bunch of BS. I mean. So anyway, he was just arrested for assault and battery, and. Uh, Upon appeal from uh, Kanye West and Kim, Kim Kardashian. Um, yeah, Kanye West is a big Trump fan. Yes, he is. Um, Trump decided to make a call to uh, Stefan Lovin. You know the, what? Uh, you one of the good blacks. I'd be happy to listen to you. <laughs> one of the good blacks. <laughs> he made a call and said, uh, hey, you know, he's a very nice guy. Uh, you know, maybe we, maybe you could see... Uh, your way to letting him go I, I can put up bail i'm good for it and the swedish prime minister was like well we don't have bail in sweden sir we don't have the bail, we don't have the bail here <laughs> we don't <laughs> have better. bail <laughs> so, <laughs> the so there was a there was a conversation about that trump wanted him to you know can you see a way for you to let him go you know grease the wheels a little bit yeah man the trump <laughs> And uh, the Swedish Prime Minister, Mr. Lofen, said he couldn't. Lofen. Lofen, Gorgon Lofen. <laughs> Gorgon Lofen. <laughs> he couldn't because uh, in Sweden, their uh, legal system separates the judiciary. It's an independent power, mm. unlike uh, in the United States. Now, I read a comment from someone who said, I'd been told all my life that the uh, United States judiciary was independent too. And I'm like, well, not really. I mean, you've been told that all your life, sure, but they <laughs> lied to you. Someone was wrong. Because presidents have always had the power of... Uh, uh, the pardon. Yeah, the pardon power. So it's not completely independency. The president can pardon somebody. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see? Well, here's the thing. So your point was that Donald Trump didn't know there was bail in Switzerland. Or Sweden. 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 Sorry. So, n well... Not entirely. My point was just that it was pointless for him to call, and somebody should have informed him beforehand. That's why you have these people. See, my point is is that Donald Trump will do the right thing as long as Kardashian and Kanye West tell him to. So maybe... Uh, Are they members of his cabinet? They might, might as, as well, well be. <laughs> <laughs> might as well be. Because the last time Kim Kardashian uh, came to the White House... Over a, uh, a, a like a sixty year old woman with a drug yes, charge, yes, an old drug and charge, and said she should get out. And then he was like, "Yeah, we'll get her out. No problem. No problem. She's a tremendous woman." <laughs> and then she was, was out. One. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> like as long as Kanye West or Kim Kardashian tell him to do shit, he'll he'll fucking do it. So maybe we should we should tell him that uh, you know universal health care is a right, and we should have. You know a... what? We have a <laughs> tremendous uh, health. <laughs> If he does that, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of of welfare statism that I can think of. <laughs> so I, I think Kanye West knows that uh, Donald Trump is as much of an egomaniac as he is. Of course, yeah. So he's just stroking the dude and just picking his spots, 
And whenever he goes in... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of you right away. Right away. No problem. You know, it's funny. As, uh, how do you know that Kanye West isn't asking Trump to just do, like, ridiculous shit? You know, we don't know that. And he's just, like, using... But I, I, you know, just appeasing him every once in a while. You know, like, Kanye West wants him to release all of the murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I get He's the like, all right, I'll give you the 60-year-old woman, okay? <laughs> Listen, I gave you the 60-year-old woman, but I'm not going to give you the 42... Black guys on death row. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so, Come on, man. So, <laughs> so, but all these people online, they're acting like, oh, Trump's such an idiot. He didn't know that Sweden didn't have Bill. Huh? It's like, no, you didn't know that either, you dummy. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, most people don't know that. That's I know, true. I didn't know that until Lawrence texted us like about that. So, well, I, I mean, most people wouldn't. What I was saying is, is that it was just a wasted call and somebody could have told him before he made himself look stupid to the uh, prime minister of Sweden. Yeah, but you know, he's at least got to say hi to the prime minister of Sweden. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> you know. up and stuff. Yeah. You know, tremendous, tremendous. Point. And, so maybe, many and white... maybe release, uh, what the hell was his name again? No, <laughs> so many ever. beautiful white people in your country. Beautiful, beautiful white people. And they're blonde. They're very blonde. So right, we're getting, we're, getting, hack, yeah. we're yeah. getting to hack territory. Yeah. All three of us doing simultaneous Trump impressions. Anyway, uh, let's move off of that onto something else. Let's move off of that into something else. Do we have yeah, we do. Jeff and I yeah. had an outing last weekend. You had an outing last weekend. Went to the Deutschtown Music Fest. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Now, I'd love to hear about it. This is on the north side of Pittsburgh. On the, okay. north, on the north side of Pittsburgh, uh, Deutschtown is like... Pittsburgh has a lot of ethnic neighborhoods. Yes. That even though they're being, you know, ethnic out... <laughs> They still the identity <laughs> out. Yeah, the, the uh, final solution. The identity is still problem. They're clinging to the you know Squirrel Hills. All the sinners mixed mm-hmm. together. Squirrel Hills, a Jewish neighborhood. Bloomfield's yes. an Italian neighborhood. Deutschtown on the north side is obviously a German neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Polish Hill is Timmy's neighborhood, which shows you how Polish that is. <laughs> um, but anyhow, uh, we went to go see a few, a couple bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, one would is the uh, the performers and composers of our theme. Good Ship Gibraltar. Good Ship Gibraltar. That's right. Now, if they had a date that they were playing, I would plug it right now, but they don't. So mm. I would just say go see Good Ship Gibraltar on mm. Spotify. They have two songs on there, none of which are our theme songs. So for our theme songs, you just have to listen to this show. Yeah, where you will only hear 30-second clips. And so, you know, spirits were high. It was a beautiful day. Uh, we went down there, and... Uh, for the sole purpose of seeing our friends perform. And mm-hmm. they, did, they did a good job. You know, folks showed up. And basically what they had to do was perform in a closet in front of a massive beer line. And in front of the bathroom. In front of the bathroom. No one could use the bathroom. Ugh. Luckily, there were porta potties just like right down the street there. So I need to climb over this amp here. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, hold on. Bump into a cymbal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my girl, you've done it again, sir. But they did a good job because they're 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 fucking pros. And I say that because they're friends of mine. Well, friends of the show. But the high, the highlight of, of of that day was before and after. Mm-hmm. Because we were hanging out before they showed up. Right. And there was a four piece jazz band. Now my brother, Jeff, who is uh, also on the show. Mm-hmm. Hi Jeff. Um I'm not on the show anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm leaving too. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's on You're call. just going upstairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just turns on the TV. Yeah, and just I'm gonna watching. head home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and he's a sax guy. He he, he plays sax. So the first group was a four piece jazz combo, and just some dude going. Jeff's going. Ah! 
Not really. He was good. I wasn't freaking out. All right, you, know, you weren't. You weren't freaking out. Jeff wasn't going to. Jeff for was not the type to mark out. For purposes said, of the show, you were freaking out. But really, all I said was, "Hey, man, these cats can wail. <laughs> <laughs> these these half cats." <laughs> Which was great. And then our friends performed, which was good. And they kept a good crowd. But that's not important right now. Okay. So we scooted on down to a different place. And uh, there was another group performing with an alto sax player. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which Jeff is an alto sax player. So Jeff was immediately like zoned in on this guy. And this dude was... If you play one, you can play all of the saxophones. Yeah, you can. But... I'm just saying. But alto sax is especially difficult to play rock and roll music with. Not... No, it's 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 not that bad. But tenor is easier. It doesn't matter. You're not a saxophone player. Oh, sorry. John. I'm just going by what okay. you told me. Let me explain something to you. Yes, the tenor is easier. You are right about that. Yes, it is a little bit harder to play on the alto. You are right about that too. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All I heard was John was right about one thing and then right about another. Right. So. uh... I, I have seen Jeff lose his shit two times in my life. I didn't mm. lose my shit as much for the, this band that we saw as much as I did for the for the guy in Tennessee, which is the other time that I was losing my shit over a musical. Yeah, the group. previous time, which I think I told the story in the bad audio days. Yes, you did. Uh, was uh, we went to Nashville, and Jeff hates country music, mm-hmm. but we were in a bar, and there was a fiddle player named Tiger Bell from Parts mm-hmm. Unknown. <laughs> And because he was so good playing country music, which Jeff hates. Yeah, but he was sawing that fiddle so beautifully. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He was sawing it so beautiful that he Jeff... Could, he could saw it hard, and he could saw it soft and light, and he could long. just float, his, his float all over that fretboard. And, and he was no frets on a violin, but you know what I mean. Yeah, the, the fingerboard, the I guess we'll say. Thing. But uh, he would go... And Jeff would go... Ah! But there was a sax player, and so Jeff was like just... He could not stop moving throughout the rest of the set. Because this guy was just playing such tasteful shit with good tone, and it what was are you talking about. I was just standing there and nodding vigorously. <laughs> For Jeff, really, that's a lot of movement. You're really exaggerating what happened. <laughs> well, then give us your reaction. I then. enjoyed the group, and I said, "Hey, man, these cats can wail again." <laughs> he said, "The cats." <laughs> But, uh, All right, let me revise my thought, uh, let no, me I revise said, my story. What I said was the guy. I said the guy who played the saxophone was really good because he had a really good tone. He he. It's hard to get a really good tone out of an alto. You can get a much better tone more easily with a tenor. And he had a really good tone. He was playing really well, and it sounded great with the with the music. And I liked the music too. That was another thing. Is I really liked the music that they were playing. All right, so everybody, here's the music. Go search Spotify once you're done listening to this show. Yeah, and the band was the Stone Throwers. Yeah, but here's the problem. Their recordings on Spotify were very disappointing. Yeah, they were. It didn't sound anything like the live group. They were much better live. It was like they just rushed through because they were had to pay for studio time or something. I think that's probably. And they didn't have the sax player. He just wasn't. He's not even on them. Yeah, that's the the disappointing part. This is such a shaggy dog story. Really, it really is. is. (laughs) We're trying to fill time here. We we lost Timmy. We're scrambling at this point. We don't need to scramble, guys. We're professionals. (laughs) If we were professionals, we'd be getting paid. Oh yeah. Hence the name of I'll the give show. You like, like, like a dollar. A couple name bucks. of the show. Oh, I have a Patreon. <laughs> I put the Patreon page back up. Put the Patreon page back up. Mm. So, all right. Well, I think you've succeeded think we, there, we, John. We, we've pittered out for a little while. Yeah. I think it's time for a break because we have to deal with the loss of Timmy like immediately. Yeah, God, I think so. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> this is the 20 minutes of Timmy episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, 
by the time I get done editing this, that might just be the only 20 minutes we use. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> that, 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 the quarter a, episode this time. We need to have a longer than 20-minute show, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Ah, fuck it. They'll listen to it, won't they? So we'll be right back. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if we get kicked out of this wonderful network. Oh, that's right. We love the Odd Pod Squad. Hashtag Odd Pod Squad. At Unpaid Programming. No. At Unpaid Program. Unpaid underscore program. There you go. There we go. At Unpaid underscore program. What happened when our, like, our last show ends up getting like a thousand listens because you joined the network and then they kick us out because of this episode? <laughs> After all this crap that we've just done. We've done good work. <laughs> That's I, right. Let's hang it up. Yeah, we're ready to retire. <laughs> all right, sounds good. So uh, I'm going home. All right, we'll be right back after this. And now, just back from a trip to the grocery store that was a little more than eye-opening, here's Andy Rooney. During my weekly shopping trips, I tend to stick to the aisles where they keep the staples. Things like milk, bread, and fiber supplements. But last weekend, when my young granddaughter was staying with us, I found myself among a mystifying array of feminine hygiene products. Now, when I was growing up, we weren't given any education on the subject. I only remember that every once in a while, my mother would cut up one of my father's old shirts and I'd never see it again. Even later, when I started living with my wife, it was still a very private matter. She owned a few pairs of bloomers that she could wear to cover up all the buckles and straps that made up the menstruation belt contraption that was popular at the time. Today, thanks to changing attitudes and better education, this unique female experience is no longer a secret. In fact, the average television viewer might be bombarded with boasts about comfort and absorbency during nearly every commercial break often discussed by women who have managed to attend a yoga class or even go to the beach in revealing clothing thanks to the advertised product. This is often followed by a demonstration using a pitcher of blue liquid, which leaves me wondering if I could use these things to clean my kitchen or maybe help with my incontinence. There are so many products on the market that left me baffled as a consumer. When the young man stocking the shelves couldn't offer any help, I decided to pick up a few of these items just to see if they were really all that different from one another. This sanitary napkin claims to provide all-day comfort, but after only a few hours, I found that the wings they're so proud of caused a lot of chafing, even if they did hold it in place. Not something I'd want to deal with for an entire day. This more invasive cotton plug marches to the heavy flow demographic, but even after following the helpful insertion instructions printed on the box, it was no match for the anal leakage of someone of my age and diet. The cheaper generic brands didn't make any promises, but seemed to perform just as well as the ones I'd seen on TV. I also tried out a few of the cleanliness items. This one says it can kill off yeast infections. It certainly smells deadly, but I think you could get more of a turkey baster and a bottle of Clorox. This one offers to leave you feeling clean and fresh. While I can't speak for my rectum, it had the opposite effect on my bathroom floor after it loosened my impacted bowel. After all that, I was nowhere near unraveling the mystery of the feminine hygiene market, but I still had to help my granddaughter who was now refusing to leave her room. So I made another trip, this time to my attic, where I dusted off my wife's old menstruation belt and one of my old shirts. Hey everybody, John here from the uh, Unpaid Programming Podcast. I would like to issue a retraction 
and an apology to the fine members of the Odd Pod Squad. Folks, you all do fine work. And my comments were taken out of context, and I wish you a sincere, I'm sorry. We are all fans of yours, as I hope you are fans of us. And so let's get on with our delightful program. Yes, of course. All right, now that we've got that business taken care of. I have to of... get back to my home planet. <laughs> <laughs> Poochie's dead! <laughs> God, oh, we yeah. miss Timmy. We do miss Timmy. I just... <laughs> anyway, never mind. No, we, we did one successful show in the old days with, yeah. with the old show without Timmy, and, and here we are when we're just, like, scrambling. That's all right. We'll call this one, like, a it'll be, like, the bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is getting released, brother. Oh, I agree. It's going to get released. It's going to get released. All right. The let's not listen to this episode. All right. Speaking so, of an interview that has gone that went horribly, horribly wrong. Oh, you got one? Yeah. Okay. Um, last week, there was an interview on FS1, a, uh, a, a WWE superstar. Fox Sports 1. Yes, FS1. For you American listeners. I, I believe, do they have FS1 in Canada as well? I believe. Doesn't matter. Anyway, there was a uh, interview with they a... They don't have wrestling in Canada. <laughs> you know how I know? Because we talked about this. They don't have dodgeball anymore. They got rid of wrestling. <laughs> they got rid of dodgeball. <laughs> so there was an interview on FS1 with a, uh, a WWE superstar, as they're meant to be called now. Was it Lex Luger? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lex Luger? <laughs> well, he was part of the promos for WWE superstars in like 1995. Yeah. Anyway, it was uh, Bailey, a female wrestler. Oh. Mm. And uh, the interview was conducted by uh, Christine Leahy. Wonderful name. Mr. Leahy. <laughs> so, uh, Randers. Uh... <laughs> Randers. <laughs> uh, tell, tell me about the uh, wrestling match, Bailey. Well, I'll tell you about the wrestling there, Jimmy. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that impression for so long on this show. <laughs> Free go off, Mr. Leahy. <laughs> so, right. so anyway, anyway, before we fall down that rabbit hole, um, she asked Bailey a rather innocuous question about the travel. Because they, the wrestlers, they have a fairly brutal travel schedule by uh, any standard. Yeah, they're flying all over the place. <laughs> Well, she asked her about uh, how do you get, I think it was how do you get to these places? Do you have like drivers? And Bailey said, quite matter of factly, well, we drive ourselves. This Christine Leahy could not believe that these wrestlers drive themselves. What? You don't have drivers? Well, no. <laughs> you mean they don't pay for you to have drivers? You don't go on a bus? Not really. We just drive. I think they make a pretty penny off of you guys. Yeah. So you would think they would pay for drivers or cars or that. No, we do all that. Well, and then does she understand the nature of independent contractors? Hold on. It gets even better. Maybe some of the uh, real wrestlers, you know, like the people... I've never heard of this Bailey person. Okay. Okay. So maybe like when you actually, you know, get well-known, then you can have a driver? Well, well, some of the guys do... They don't just give them all the bums? Some of of the wrestlers do buy buses... Where they have drivers for it, but that's top tier type people. Mm. Anyway, and then it got better when Bailey, trying to get off of this topic, said, Well, you know, it's just how it is. Christine Leahy would not drop this topic. 
Christy Leahy is a bitch. She had latched onto this topic and she found something that she thought I think would be great interview material. She asked about, well, what about your CBA? Wrestlers don't have CBA. They don't have a union. CBA meaning collective bargaining agreement. Yes. For those of you interested Mm. in that. Between a player's association and the owners. Yes. Mm -hmm. She asked them about their CBA. We don't have a CBA. We don't have a union. You don't have a CBA? Well, I will help you form a CBA. Oh, yeah, okay. she's going to be the hero, yeah. isn't she? She says, I'll help you get your drivers. And, like, that was the whole prep. That was the whole thing. She said, I'll help you guys get a CBA. Christine Bailey. accomplishes all those Leahy. things. Christine Leahy, yeah. wrestler advocate. Yes. Yeah, we'll see how far that goes. Well, I'll tell you how far it goes, because the interview was put up, and shortly they, thereafter was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> you don't let Leahy bitch to take down that video. <laughs> God damn it. God damn, pal. <laughs> That's some good shit. You just smeared shit all over the business. I'm telling that Leahy bitch to unbunch her titties. <laughs> Honestly, we could get by with Jeff just doing Vince McMahon for the whole show. Uh, but, my uh, throat doctor told me not to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, second Sim- Simpsons reference. <laughs> that's two. <laughs> so for those of you playing along at home, yeah, two Simpsons references so far. So, but it didn't end there because even after it was taken down, Christine Leahy tweeted, "Let me know about that CBA." <laughs> she will not let go of this bone. <laughs> How's the CBA going there, Miss Leahy? So uh, pretty terrible there. <laughs> who else I'm doing? She, who else does she interview? I don't know. I've never heard of her. She before. just did that every time she does an interview. She's like finds something wrong and then decides that she's going to help. Them. Canadian football needs a CBA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know she's one of. It, it just struck me is that she didn't do any homework at all about this person or this company. Is like you guys don't have drivers. You don't have a CBA. No, I think she wanted to kind of shoehorn her the Canadian agenda into the whole interview. The Canadian agenda. Canadian agenda. Well, they're, they're very, like, you know, pro people up there. We're not so good at it here. I didn't realize she was like Mr. Leahy's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was just the, that was just funny. I, I, she didn't do, like, she did, like, no research, apparently, it seemed, because she was stunned to hear that there were no drivers. No, I think she no was probably CBA. faking son. She had that plan. You think so? I think so. Okay. Just in the way you played it out. I mean, Oh my god, I'm so concerned. Yeah, exactly. You guys don't have a CBA. I care about things. I will help you. I will help you. I'm a journalist. I know what I'm talking about. So did she call her and talk to her about the uh, CBA thing? Or did she go on Twitter or some shit and... So she could publicly say, she I went on care Twitter. about your CBA. Yeah. She went on Twitter and said, yeah. are we... <laughs> so she I'll could still, say, I care. Look at me. But wrestling is never going to get a CBA. Not as long as I'm in charge, well, goddammit. And, and even still, it probably still won't get it, because even after Vince dies, that company has conditioned a lot of their wrestlers to view it as our dream to be here. It's my dream to do this job. So why would I want a union when I'm living my dream? I don't need it. Unions, actually, they tend to stuff out the little guy. <laughs> They, These they, guys are they protect guys. the medium guys and the big guys. Yeah. They, you know, that, that's the thing about, like, I'm pro-union to a certain extent, is that whenever they start protecting the incompetent is, is when I start to have a problem. Teachers? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's, uh, that's a totally separate issue <laughs> as far as... Uh, police. Well, police. But, but even oh, still, you yeah, can, yeah, exactly. Yeah, police, but 
you'll even have uh, incompetent wrestlers that don't need a union protection, like uh, our friend Baron Corbin, who, who looks like Timmy. Okay. Thank you, uh, Lawrence, for that obscure reference. He does Well, he looks like Timmy. That's how I associate him. He's a bad wrestler, but he will always have a job because he's tall. He's tall. Yeah, that's how Vince likes him. He likes him tall. So uh, I like him tall. Wow. <laughs> and muscular. <laughs> Baron Corbin's not so muscular. But Get anyway. yourself another three inches and you have yourself a tail, damn it. <laughs> Give me a tall, muscular, greasy body. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Vince would say. Yeah. It really does. But, uh, yeah, so these guys have been trained to think of this as their dream, right? That They want to be there. They don't want to leave. They don't want to go anywhere else. You'll never get a union with people who are just content to have their dream, how much, whether how much money they want to make or not. It doesn't matter to them because they're living their dream. What about the little guys? I mean, what kind of money is... Uh, so let's, let's look in terms like the NFL, I think league minimum, if you're you know, on the practice squad, you're still okay. making like at least three, four hundred grand a year. About seven fifty, actually. Okay. Yeah, right. That's more than most of the uh, wrestlers make. Okay, so if you're one of the little guy wrestlers, what are you making a year? What are you pulling? Mm, what are you thinking? Maybe of? you're on. I would say less than a hundred thousand, but I don't know that. For, it depends on. Actually, right now it depends on whether or not your contract is close to expiring or not. Uh. Because they're offering big raises right now for long term deals. Well, they're huh. trying to keep people from going to AEW. Yes, what they are. So the competition is is a good thing for the wrestlers. Yeah, it's great for the wrestlers. So maybe this whole union thing might not That's be necessary. Not good for Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for the wrestlers. It's great for the fans. Not so good for the you know for the office, but well, WWE, fuck the office. Well, they yeah, got more money than yeah, Davy Crockett. Yeah. WWE is idiot proof though. They're not going to go bankrupt anytime soon. Well, yeah, because they just spent all this time stockpiling cash and, and well, yeah, because it's, sub- they, you have to stockpile the cash so you can relaunch the XFL. <laughs> How oh, are they going to do it? You can't relaunch the XFL for free. That's true. Someone's going to have to to sacrifice. Yeah, the the team owners sacrifice. That's how it works. It won't be my sacrifice, goddammit. <laughs> Smiley. My football. All right. I find it amusing yeah. that the XFL, this second time around, is founded on the same principles that the original XFL was against the first time around. <laughs> like what? Patriotism, <laughs> respect for the flag. But they already do that in the regular NFL. Well, not really, because you have they, they let guys kneel, and oh my god, <laughs> holy shit! I remember the XFL was all about more violence and whatnot. Sex yeah. and violence, no fair catches. Yeah. Fuck the cheerleaders! And, but really, come on, guys, <laughs> they're super hot with big tits. That's Vince. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's funny, is that That's the whole reason? Football league, I'm telling you. The whole reason the ex- he decided to bring the XFL back was because of that documentary. And then those guys who own the AAF came to him and said, we want to start a new football league and would like to buy the name the XFL from you. Oh, and he said, no. And he said, name. no. And just decided, fuck it. I'm going to start my own league. I'm again. Like, yeah, again. <laughs> if there's all this interest in the XFL, which he thought there wasn't. So I blame these people and Charlie Ebersol for doing that documentary. Does the XFL have a TV deal? You know, I'll get back is it, to you. Is on it that. Fox? If it it would it would be if it's it any would other. probably be Fox. Yeah, 
what night are the games? The XFL games. I am well? not that far ahead yet. <laughs> I would have to. If look. they were smart, why don't they just do like a Saturday summer, afternoons, like, like the USFL, play in the springs? Yeah, the spring, yeah. They're well, probably they're, they're definitely going to. They're going to, yeah. yeah. Okay, it, it's not going to be in direct competition with the NFL. Um, no, they can't. No, that's smart. No, no, no that would be stupid. With the yeah. NFL. But uh, start my little backyard. Yeah, I blame the NFL. Yeah, exactly. I blame Charlie Eversall, who made the documentary about the XFL, and all those guys in the AAF who went to Vince and said, "We'd like to buy the name from you. Here's thirty million dollars." What did Vince say? God damn! Fuck you! (laughs) I'm gonna start my own league. It's my goddamn name. You could take your thirty million dollars and shove it up your ass. (laughs) That's Vince. That's it. <laughs> this entire second half was saved by Jeff's Jeff doing Vince. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be saved a bit like our noir will be saved by Jeff's Vince impression. <laughs> yeah, the noir is good. Yeah, yeah, let's plug the good. noir a little bit. Yes, shall let's we? do that. For okay, a listeners, uh, we've been working on a project, and we have continued to work on the project. So yes. we we are up and running. No, we're not up and running. Up and running means like we start recording them. Real, we're up and working. Then, fine. Yeah, uh, we, working. We, it's, we, it's happening. We it's are happening. We are making the announcement. It we is ha- happening. We are making the announcement. We haven't bailed, and that's yes. the important thing. We that's bail true. constantly. Uh, we've we've yeah. bailed a lot of yeah. times. We didn't bail on this show tonight. No, that's we didn't. true. Tim yes. left, and we here still we are. Didn't bail, sitting here, here holding the bag, treading water. Yeah. Nothing but a dick in our hands over here. That's right. Nothing but my dick in everyone's hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's very interesting, Jeff? Thank you. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. I'll say, so we, we, we plugged the thing. Yeah. Okay, so we still have a few more, more minutes to fill out. Yeah. I saw a trailer today, Jeff. Uh, oh. Yeah, they have those around. That trailer is like, um, like a trailer park, like, like where people live in, or like a, like a semi-truck tractor trailer. Like no. one with like lawnmowers and stuff on it, like a landscaping company might use. An entirely different kind of trailer. That's uh, a film. I'm racking trailer. my brain here. Uh, they have the kind of like, like you know, like the propane trucks they drive around. They have <laughs> propane tanks in the back <laughs> of the trailer. Or the, oh, sometimes um, at my work, there's these uh, trucks that pull up and they take up, they take all the empty pallets and they put them on a trailer. Is it that kind of trailer? No, it was a film trailer. Like a trailer full of film. <laughs> yes. Or like one of those trailers that they have on the lots, like when they film movies <laughs> for the like the actors the stars, to stay in yeah. and stuff. Is one of those trailers? No, <laughs> getting warmer. Like a, like a camper. <laughs> like you take your camp. You know, camp well, that would be camp a camper. Down. Camper's yeah, not a trailer. But it still trails behind the vehicle if you tow it. <laughs> it's kind of a trailer, like a car carrier. That's a pretty cool kind of trailer. No, it was a theatrical trailer. Well, we smoked about five minutes out of that. <laughs> A minute and a half, maybe. Look, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. Right? <laughs> we are a true crime podcast. We're trying to find the answers, people. Well, today, Monday, uh, yeah. by the time you hear this, it won't be Monday. But it today, be, no. today it is as a Monday. point of... You know, that's why it stinks. Because <laughs> we're all tired from work. We've got a case of the I know, Mondays. I am like... <laughs> I am well, exhausted. I'm sorry. My weekend was packed with shit my wife planned for me. So, uh, here we are. We're going to try again this week. I was just doing um, some yard work, which I noticed no one, you guys didn't say anything about, but whatever. Yeah, it's because I'm sorry, Jeff. Thanks. That's fine. I want you to weed whack Anyway, tell me about your stupid trailer already. The movie of, called, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, I know. Starring Tom Hanks. I know. You oh, you're sitting here just like. <laughs> Did you watch it today? No, I didn't. Well, guess what? Uh, somebody in this room who might have been an extra mm. 
Might be in the trailer. Ooh. Might be in the trailer. I'm in the trailer? No, you're not. But no. I was doing that to draw you in so you actually pay the fuck attention. <laughs> I already knew I wasn't in the trailer, oh. stupid. My wife watched it and she told me about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she said I wasn't in it. That was the first thing I asked her was if I was in it. Of course it was. <laughs> However, we got to see actually a little bit of a glimpse into Tom Hanks' performance as our beloved friend and neighbor, who person we also never met. Freddy. Freddy. Mr. Rogers. (laughs) And so as Pittsburghers, and also as people that grew up with Fred Rogers, Mm -hmm. and dialect fanatics that we are. Did he he get it down? He actually got some... A little bit of a... Because it wasn't a strong... It was more of a the hint of a, a, a Pittsburgh. Now this is going to be so boring to most of the listeners that aren't from around here, but for us it's fan it's it's fascinating, and so this is what I want to talk about. But there are some things that he actually got down that were subtle. It's you. He had that. I like. Well, he had. It's not the clothes you wear. <laughs> <laughs> that was so well done. You do your hair. <laughs> it's you. It's you. You. I like, I like you, Fred. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but there were things that he got down, and one of them Jeff just performed. Yeah. You, and no. Yeah. Yeah. See? But uh, I, I feel like I could have been his the long vowel coach. sound. That's that's what I should have done. Instead of being an extra, I should have been Tom Hanks's accent coach. Well, the, the problem is I've seen is, enough Mr. Rogers. And so I was reading an article at Post Gazette about this today. Because that's how I found the link to the trailer. Actually, you could have just watched a bunch of Mr. Rogers and kind of tried to imitate that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I but I have the ear, being around. Right, here, you, know? you have the ear, having watched. We, you and I both grew up in Mr. Rogers. And also knowing the mm-hmm. difference from like Mr. Rogers, and then someone's like, "Oh yeah, we went there every day." Everyone's went down to see Joe Walsh. But anyhow, went down to see Joe Grishecki. Joe Grishecki and the House Rockers. Yeah, they're real good. You know, Bruce Springsteen, he might come down next time. Because they're good buddies. <laughs> I digress. Joe Grishecki and the E Street Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but that's the one thing I was looking for, was the subtleties. Because Tom Hanks is also like a universally loved figure, mm-hmm. but in a different way. Fred Rogers kind of like allowed moments to be uncomfortable, where Tom Hanks, you know, his presence like, you know, tries to diffuse those uncomfortable. Hey, I'm Tom Hanks. How are you? And are you okay, Jeffrey? You want to talk about your feelings? Where did the priest touch you, Jeffrey? Point out on this little doll. <laughs> what is he, a dis- district attorney or something? <laughs> I don't know. Now you know, Jeffrey. He's a detective. Detective Fred Rogers. Detective Fred Rogers. Now you see, Jeffrey, when I feel mad or glad or sad about something, I like to talk about it with someone. Now what do you know? About this murder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I got a dead I have a dead body in an alleyway. (laughs) Were you feeling mad? (laughs) Did you do something bad? This will be our next noir. After we finish this one. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? John's getting a John guitar out. John picked up a guitar. We're, we're out with Tim here. I'm grasping for straws at this point. Did you do something bad? <laughs> were you feeling mad? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Turn your damn guitar once in a while, Jeffrey. Why don't you put it down? 
Let's get back to what we were talking about, which is we Detective were... Fred Rogers. Detective <laughs> Fred Rogers. <laughs> Folks, we just want to say that this will be our next noir after Parts Unknown. Let's, let's get the wrestling one. Uh, yeah, let's do first. that first. No, then, no problem. Then, then we'll work on yeah. uh, Detective Fred Rogers. <laughs> starring. Or maybe we could not do the all same. Of, starring <laughs> all of us as Fred Rogers. <laughs> we each take a turn. This is a, this is now a fictional true, true crime podcast. <laughs> We might actually like get the listenership up if we do that. <laughs> could truecrimenoir.com. It could be it could be like Mr. Rogers with his partner Bob Ross. <laughs> oh god, yeah. So you just perform the whole thing, is that how it works? Well, you could do Mr. Rogers, I'll do Bob Ross. Okay. I guess uh, I'll be Mr. McFeely then. No, you'll be the witness. I'll be the witness. <laughs> the witness. <laughs> you just be you. Well. Well, Lawrence, uh I understand that you're feeling a little bit sad about something. I am because I didn't get the good part. Is there something <laughs> that you know that you want to talk about? No, not really. Well, you know, Lawrence, we just want you to do things that make you happy. And I hope that killing that old lady didn't make you happy. Because <laughs> it shouldn't make you happy. Doing nice things should make you happy. There are a lot of ways to express our feelings. And sometimes we get so mad... That we want to hurt somebody else. And sometimes we start feeling things so you empty a couple tubes of paint onto your palate and, and put on some liquid white on that canvas. But you and I know that to kill somebody is not right. You know what? I want to take out my frustrations. You know what I do is I, I get out that big old two-inch brush and I just beat that onto the easel over and over, beating the devil out of it. <laughs> now sometimes when we're angry, we lie to each other. I don't want you to lie to me, Lawrence, because I'll never lie to you. <laughs> and Lawrence, all we want you to do is talk to us. Because we know that talking, that'll make us happy. But it doesn't seem to make you happy. Well, gosh, I don't know. I didn't kill anybody. Now I didn't I kill know. that child. <laughs> now I know... That it was you... all baby bop. <laughs> that you know what you did, Lawrence. Sometimes no. <laughs> when we're trapped... Sometimes we lie, and even when the truth can be found, we just take some Prussian blue and paint a drop in a big old sky. <laughs> sometimes oh when we're angry, we do sometimes like to fight, and sometimes we use a black gesso canvas to paint a scene at night. <laughs> this is going a lot better. <laughs> This is too funny. We don't need to write stuff. anything. We just improv it. <laughs> just improv the whole thing. Just, just improv <laughs> PBS characters. <laughs> Tim comes in with Barney. <laughs> oh, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm Barney oh, now. Diesel. Can I be Barney? Can we get someone to do uh, so Sherry, what's her name from Lamb Shop? <laughs> Sherry Lewis. <laughs> Sherry Lewis, yeah. yeah. She could be the killer. Yeah, that'll be our closing <laughs> thing. <laughs> Listen, guys, I didn't do shit. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, uh, I think we're running on fumes at this point. Yeah, I think we've fooled around long enough. Yeah, guys, we're so, improving uh, on, on on Fred Rogers and and Bob Ross, which while entertaining, <laughs> I us, hope so. Well, for us, definitely. All right, so uh, it's been an interesting episode. We were left hanging. <laughs> let's be honest. We were because there was there there was more for Timmy. We had more. We had more. Timmy had all this kind of shit that we're, yeah. just, we're just gonna have to wait till next episode yeah, to, uh, I mean, to to uh, discuss. Absolutely. Timmy bailed on us, man. I feel abandoned. And, and dude. this this entire second half was relying on impressions. 
I know. Which were okay. We we didn't suck. We didn't suck. I guess you say so. I don't know. Well, it's, up, you... it's up to I, it's up to the listener to decide. Well, ask the listener. Did our impressions suck? Did we, did we hang in the there? Answer is, is the question. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> so, Lawrence, I guess your job from now uh, until we, we post is to polish this turd. I'm going to try. <laughs> okay. So. It's such a good <laughs> feeling to know <laughs> you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. You're going inside. And when you wake up, ready to say, we're going to make a snappy new day. It's such a good All right, well, that's feeling. all for us here. A very <laughs> good feeling. Programming the feeling you know so that I'll be world. back. And we're so happy when the day is new. Please send in all your letters. And, and I'll have more ideas our, for you. Our listeners, so. And you'll have things you want to talk about. I will, too. Ding, ding. That's happy. it for me, everybody. Bye-bye. So long. Farewell. <laughs> Alvita is saying goodbye. All right, Jesus Christ. Just hit stop. <laughs>